Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. It is 11.41 at night. We have all just returned to our the comfort of our homes to talk about the latest Star Wars picture. Wow, we're here. It's a we Star Wars here. picture. I'm sitting in the I'm sitting at the same table that I sat in two years ago when we did our our Force Awakens conversation at you know two in, two the, morning. in the morning. So we're making progress. So episode eight <laughs> or episode nine, we're gonna record it. It'll like, be the day before. It'll be on a Wednesday, probably. No, we'll all get it. But we'll probably all be in a screening, like an early screening by then, and we'll record like eight o'clock on Thursday night. You know, that just that would make sense because obviously we hit or, the big time. Or or only just me again. Yeah. Okay. Don't don't Stop don't bragging. Don't Jesus brag. Christ! You didn't get in because of your connections. You got in. Well, I mean, te- technically, technically, that is a connection. All so. right. So you you just led to my first point. Opening bullshit. Check. Uh, theater experiences. Uh, one of us has seen this multiple times. And that would be Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So walk us through your the last 24 hours of your life, if you will. Let's see. I woke up. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Last night I saw it. Or, yeah, last night? Yeah. After I got off work, I got to see the movie early before it was released to the public. Mm-hmm. The private screening with the some sheeple. coworkers and managers. It was great. I cried multiple times. Oh, really? really? Wow. Probably. I don't know. I'll... I was just, my face was hung open for half the movie. So, um, probably get that checked out, just so you know. Yeah, probably. Uh, and then, had a stroke. Uh, this is the second time I've seen a new Star Wars movie or an episodic movie for the first time while going off of very little sleep and with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I'll be doing that for episode nine. Maybe I'll have a marathon again then. Um, oh, Jesus. I'd rather die. Yeah, but for the, uh, then saw it again tonight at 7. Didn't have to wait in line. Got a good seat. Oh, like pre-reserved or? No, what? I just take, I just got a ticket. and Or not got a ticket. I bought my ticket weeks ago. But um, uh, I got off work at like 5.30. The line was already almost to the door. Everyone had gone in to find their seats by the time I was going in to get to find my seat. And I found the perfect seat. Right where I wanted to sit, sat right there, and then we got food, and it was magical. Wow, you sat down. Jeez. And and then the movie happened again, and it became a whole new adventure. Yeah. And the crowd was amazing, so. Cool. Uh, Cool. We're going to save Cody for last because he is the worst. Um, No, he's great. He's the best. Yeah, you probably have the best experience overall, so. Uh, I have seen it once. Uh, I just got back from seeing it. I went to a little place called the Movie Tavern up in Sar- up in Syracuse, Syracuse Camilla, New York. Went with some fr- uh, friends from an old job that uh, we get together to see the see the Star Wars, and it was fantastic. It was a really good crowd, um, full pa- full house. Of course, lobby was full. Everything was full. Crowd was fantastic. They they didn't clap at obnoxious times and they did clap at awesome times and it was just we had we all had an enjoying experience and no 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 complaints whatsoever i mean i didn't sit where i exactly wanted to sit but it wasn't really up to me and you know whatever well life 
you got to deal with it, roll the punches, but it all worked out great. So that's a very boring explanation of how I saw it. So Cody, go right ahead, buddy. I woke up at around noon this morning. This is afternoon. Afternoon. Um, picked up my buddy, went to the mall, ate some lunch. Wait, your, hold on, was it the your Force buddy? Force Awakens at three o'clock. Was it your buddy? It was my buddy, not my guy. Okay, no friend, no friend. No, not my friend. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure. Um, went and got a little bit of lunch. Went and watched The Force Awakens at three p.m. Mm. Got through that. That movie's still really good. And then. Waited about half an hour for the last Jedi to start. I also had a pretty good audience. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was pretty good. Now, did you get to go experience. out and about and stretch your legs and get like a snack in between, or did you have to stay? Well, I didn't have to. Okay, cool. You didn't have to. You didn't have to stay, but the lobby was full. Yeah, and it was comfortable. Yeah. Did you get a cool like ticket or something commemorating the fact that you got to see it in well, IMAX? They gave us packs of um like really big trading cards nice but i lost them (laughs) (laughs) they dropped behind my seat and i didn't really care so did you wait what what theater company or chain did you go to it was a regal chain okay did you get the cup yeah i got the topper topper okay yeah i got the tin yeah Yeah, boy i might i might might buy that tomorrow but i'm deciding if i want to be responsible with my money or not so it's not that bad. And but I I always say, if you're going to buy something silly, either make sure you have enough to buy it twice or invest the same amount in, like, stocks or something. So find a stock. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't really care. You do whatever you want. It's your life. Um, okay, so that's it for the preamble. Let's talk about this fucking thing. The Last Jedi. Are we going to go scene for scene like we did last time? I don't know. Do you want to go scene for scene? I've got about, let's see, one, two, I've got about a dozen different topics that we can cycle through. So, but it's up to you guys. Whatever you guys want to do. So we'll start with the crawl. Oh, God. <laughs> go, yeah, well, go, paragraph, go paragraph by paragraph. Break I it down. I forgot what it said. And those aren't paragraphs. Those are just three sentences. Yeah. That's close enough. Random, that's what I consider a paragraph. That's would, not a paragraph. Well, that's what it was when I was in high school and most of college. So. What? Did you go to a baby school? A baby school. A paragraph is five I went, I went, long. I went, I went to in enough to get by school. That's what I went to. Towson, shout out. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was an art student. We have to write that much. Yeah, that's true. You just right. art on stuff. Uh, let's just let's right. let's go through some bullets, and we'll obviously story's going to come up. But let's go. Let's start with the general thoughts. Uh, Cody, let's hear from you first. It was. Amazing. It was really, really good. I don't know if I liked it more than The Force Awakens or not, but Mm -hmm. I have a pretty glaring complaint about it, but we'll get to that. Okay, cool. cool. Later. Later indeed. Does Um, it have to do with a certain planet? It has to do with a certain couple of characters. Okay. (laughs) Oh, tease. That's a tease, folks. Uh, uh, Josh, why don't you go? Um, so this movie, I love, I love this movie. I, I, this is, I, I think I'll, yeah, I think I love it more than Force Awakens. So it's, I guess it's my third favorite Star Wars movie now. Um, but I still gotta think about it. But on the first viewing, I was loving it. Like, unbelievably, it, it challenged me, which we'll get to that. Uh, it challenged a lot of things I thought I was going in, getting into. So wait, did it um, challenge then, you mentally? Like, were you mentally challenged? 
What do you mean? Huh? I don't understand it challenged you. Like, my understanding of Star Wars and what I think I like or want from Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sounds like a um, pretty cathartic uh, viewing. It's just, yeah. Uh, um, and then I was, there's a, I, I mean, we're spoiling, so whatever. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, this, we're fucking spoiling the movie, everybody, so don't listen to this. We've been spoiling every movie we've seen since our I first know. podcast. So. I've, but, I've been quiet about this thing for the last 24 hours. So. And this is also, uh, this is the first time in like a year that we've done a day of podcast. So, it, you know, this is um, unusual for us. So I, I was watching the movie the first time. I was like, I'm loving, I'm loving. And then it, the final few scenes happen. Um, and I'm like, oh, oh, I don't know. I'm conflicted. I'm super conflicted. And then yeah. it ends. And I'm like, okay. And then I watch it again. And now the ending is my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, the ending is the best part of the movie. Yeah. So the last probably five, ten minutes or half an hour is the best part of the movie by far. Yeah. The whole, the whole third act is fantastic. The final few minutes from Luke's final scene until the very end, I was oh. like, I just, this is to me, like it was, it made me see the whole movie in a completely different like context, watching that scene again, knowing what happens, knowing what it means. So like, but yeah, I just, I love this movie. Like I have one, like, two ish kind of main problems with it, but I wonder if ours are the same. They, they could be, I think they're similar, but not the same. Okay. So you said the characters. So, well, well, that is on the list, so we will get to what dislikes. What about you, Mason? Oh, thank you, Cody. Um, I think this is it's this is in the conversation for the best Star Wars movie overall of any of them. Oof. This movie is so just there's it's just so rich and it is so wonderfully constructed with so much thought and intention like everything in this movie everything is in this movie matters even a small line about fucking rocks from 20 minutes in comes back in a big way (laughs) two hours and 20 minutes in you know like it's this is only an only a great director could make this movie like i think if you gave if you gave other directors the script i think about Five to ten other directors could have made Force Awakens and made it just as good as J.J. did. But if you gave five or ten other directors the script to The Last Jedi, I don't think any of them would make it as good as Ryan, as well as Ryan Johnson did and make a movie as just powerful as he did. And that is incredibly exciting to me because we live in a time where just this year, and I know you guys don't share these opinions, but... Just this year, I think we've seen two examples of lazy blockbuster filmmaking with Justice League, which is actually it's it's an effort. It's it's lazy with a lot of effort, and then for me, Thor Ragnarok, which is just bland, blah, poo poo garbage. But gosh, you're just so sorry. wrong. But then you At least movie. replace it. Re- replace it with Power Rangers, so we won't disagree as much. Uh, Power Rangers Woman, came out this right? year. Yeah, it did. Power Rangers happened, Cody. I don't know if. We've, I, I haven't seen that. It's <laughs> it's a it's a it's an horrible flick. horrible movie. But okay, how about that? Then? This movie gives me hope for just blockbusters in general because I've kind of you know the more movies I've seen because I I used to be the go to you know fifteen or so movies of the year most of them would be Harry Potter and whatever the superhero movies were and I kind of got away from that because there's like oh there's so much cool stuff here and uh, that it's like under 
fifty million dollars, and yeah, a little pretentious or whatever. But I've also just uh, the blockbusters just don't do it for me, and this restores my faith in the modern blockbuster. It's this is everything I think um, a big tentpole movie can and should be, and I'm absolutely in love with it. It's I, I said I said Force Awakens was my favorite Star Wars movie back when we did that episode. So I'm not going to say this is my favorite Star Wars movie, but I'm going to say it's it's going to be in the conversation, and it's definitely, undoubtedly, my number two, right behind Empire. And I, like I said, I really do think the conversation needs to be had about whether this is the best Star Wars movie, because uh, I think there's a lot there that uh, that may that is evidence to that possible fact. So general thoughts. There we go. Uh. Ryan Johnson, MVP. Give him every trilogy. He's my probably my favorite working director. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, I would. Looper's amazing. Oh, Looper! Uh, Looper's fantastic. I mean, I've only seen that was in Brick. I did see Brick. Yeah, Brick was great. Looper's great. Brothers Bloom, very great. underrated, by the way. Have not have not seen it. It's very underrated. It's it's it'll sneak up on you. It's that's a fun. That's a very fun little movie, but. I agree. Looper's fantastic. This is fantastic. Brick didn't really care for it much when I first saw it, but I definitely want to revisit it because this is so good. Um, but what about his past work? What did you see in Last Jedi? That there are shots and editing choices and certain like writing techniques that just feel like a filmmaker made them, not like they're a Hollywood movie, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, I, I I mean, I can't pinpoint Ryan Johnson's, like, ticks, like, little, like, uh, unique yeah, things. He, does, he doesn't have tropes like Nolan yeah, Spielberg know. does. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. tropes so it's are like, just good storytelling. Like, there's... Yeah, I, I was, yeah. I was looking... Tropes are just good movies. Yeah, I was looking in this for anything to connect it to Looper or Brothers Bloom or Brick, like, and I didn't really see anything except for... Just fan like immaculate plotting, basically. Like there's a shot towards the beginning of um, Rose's sister, where it like pans over across her eye, and it's like that's a shot I would I've never seen that kind of shot. I mean, it's not it's not like um, like any kind of unique shot, but for a Star Wars movie, it's new and it was refreshing. And there's like so many shots like that. Were there a lot of wipes in the movie? I don't remember a lot of wipes. They were so subtle. They were like blinking. He actually went on Twitter and said there are twelve wipes in the movie. Wow. He said it's the fewest of any of them. And they're so, like, they barely happen. They're just they're yeah. so quick. They do, might as well be cuts, which is very interesting. And I didn't... There's also, there's another um, thing. It's actually not a Ryan Johnson thing, but it's kind of something he did that harkened back to Empire Strikes Back. What would and that it's be? The, that would be, well, I mean, there's a couple. But there's one in particular, like an actual, like, visible thing. Um, that moment between Kylo Ren and Leia when they're having that connection before he decides not to shoot that there's that, like it cuts back and forth between them, but it like soft fades between them. Like it yeah. did between Vader and Luke at the end of empire after they had their fight. Hmm. And like, I noticed that little touch. I'm like, Oh my God, this man understands. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, he's, he's fantastic. And like, it, like I said, he doesn't know as much as I love Nolan. He's got some tropes. He's got some serious tropes that he really loves to fall back on. But Johnson, 
like I said, his tropes are yep. just really good storytelling. Um, and <laughs> and speaking of the storytelling, we'll, we'll get into like the whole thing. But like something I immediately when I first watch this, I'm like, this is going to be a very divisive movie. And I kind of like that. See, I don't it's like, I don't really see that. Why would I do. It be I mean, I I think I think that less now after seeing it with a crowd because when I watched it alone, basically alone. I mean, I, we didn't really have much of a reaction to it. We just sat and watched it. But um, <laughs> when seeing it with a when seeing it with a crowd, um, everyone was really into it and cheering. I didn't really hear anybody not like it, and everyone seemed to love the movie. So I don't know. I maybe I'd be wrong on that. But there's there's just little things in it. I'm like, and we'll some of them are like, I mean, we'll get to it when we get to like towards the end of the movie, but. There's choices made and directions that the story goes in that I'm like, some people are going to be really pissed off about that. Um, or they're going to be really underwhelmed or really like, just like, just, it, it's, it shakes things up. He, that's what I love. Ryan Johnson came in, he breaks rules, he shakes things up, he does things differently, um, takes a lot of chances, doesn't go all the way with some, but he, it's, I love this movie. I love this movie so much. Can we talk about it? Just yeah. go. Let's go. There's a, there was one person in my group who didn't like it, and I really? think it was it was a case of he the person had been anticipating it for so long and had built up what he felt. Yeah, that's like a very was, narrow. Uh, he had a very narrow, and this is fine. Like I totally understand it. Like J- Josh, I with you and Superman. Like I get this is how I want this particular property and this these particular characters to be represented. That's a very natural reaction. But I even th- I think even he would admit that he needed to uh, yeah. step back and just take and let the story be told, really. Because when you when you decide how you want it, how you want to hear it, then you're not really giving the filmmaker and the storyteller a, a chance. shake at it. The, yeah, the sec the t- I would definitely tell him to go watch it for a second time because that oh, yeah. I had similar I had similar issues that we'll we'll talk about that like I was like oh. I kind of wanted this to happen and I wanted these to be this way, but they weren't. And they did this instead. Like what, what's rub me or rubs me the wrong way is like, like, I mean, first of all, there's just some fanboy things. Like I wanted, like I didn't get to see Luke wielding a green lightsaber being the badass Jedi master of the force that I've always dreamed of seeing. This is not him anymore though. Yeah, I know. I know. And I, that's, that's what the second viewing did when you kind of realize what the story is and you, now you watch it for what it is. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm on board. That I'm cool with this. Because uh, I can. Because Mark Hamill went through the same thing. He's like, he said to Ryan, he's like, I disagree with every single choice, every fundamental choice that you made for Luke. But it's my job to help you bring your vision to life. Yeah. And that's what the audience has to do too. Like we have deus deicized. Is that a word? I don't know. I think so. Uh, Luke deified. Thank you, Cody. Uh, we've deified Luke for so long as the ultimate hero, which I think he is, and. Um, I, I think it also doesn't help that we, I mean, this has nothing really to do with the whole thing now, but like the expanded universe from years and years ago, like they had they all made the other story. Badass. They kind of created an image of what we want to see Luke become. Right. So we kind of whole, kind of imagine that now, even though it's not canon, but yeah. it's, I think it's a little bit a part of it. Yeah, I think the best comparison you can make with Luke's story is Harry Potter's in The Cursed Child, where yeah, that's actually people comparison. are like, yeah, Harry, well, after he beats Voldemort, Harry's going to be like the most kick-ass or and you might be a, like headmaster of Hogwarts. and freaking loser. He's a di- well, no, I don't think he's a loser. He's just a dad. He's just a normal guy. and He's a shitty dad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he did tell, say, his he wishes his son had never been born. That gets worse every time I think about it. 
that whole story is a mess. I th- I just we're just not pretending it doesn't exist, Josh. That's just, I know, that's okay. It does it, it doesn't I hope, exist. If they if they make it a movie, I'm never watching a Harry Potter anything in theaters again. I mean, I am, but I it's a bad bad idea. I don't uh, think so. <laughs> anyway, idea. uh, anyways, uh, but yeah, this is just whew, Johnson. Okay, uh, performances. Mark Hamill. Um. I'm sorry. This is, this is, I I doubt. I said on this podcast. I think it was um, it was after the second trailer. It's like eh, I don't know. He, didn't, he looks a little shaky and might not be a great performance. And he's this is done this in a best, while. This is his best performance to date. It's really good. He's really really good. He it feels like an older Luke, which I know is like yeah. well, duh. Yeah, he, he's an older Luke, but. A lot sometimes characters coming back after a while they don't feel like their older selves, especially in what this is, which is essentially a revival, you know. Um, and it just he kind of just gets back into that into that um, state of mind or whatever, and he just he sells that Luke. This is Luke thirty years later, in the same way that Harrison Ford did uh, with Han Solo. Yeah. And, yeah. I can't say any enough good things about him. What'd you What'd you guys think about Hamill? Great. He was incredible. Um, Fantastic. Um, he's and the thing is, he has there's like a comic there's a comical like element to him because he he does a couple funny things in the movie. Yeah, with the with the branch, <laughs> the branch that that and when he throws the lightsaber. Um, you see, I thought that was a little bit overplayed. Like I, I think that I, was I thought that was done too much for a joke. Like. I, w- I would have much, and this may, again, this is like once I see it again, just like we're talking about and putting my expectations into it. Um, I was like, why? It's kind of silly to just huck it over your shoulder when you could just, you know, hold it and then just, just drop it on the ground and walk away. Like, like you don't even want to put the effort into throwing it. Just it, You drop it because it just means nothing or something well, like I that. Well, I think we're, we're seeing the Disney effect there. That's true. Absolutely. And they're trying to make this movie funny. Exactly. <laughs> And I didn't know that. Like, it was kind of a weird. That was a. I wasn't sure if that was a comedic moment or not. Uh, the, the audience kind of had to cue me in if they thought it was funny. Which my audience said thought it was funny. I laughed. Okay. All right. Um. It's but yeah, uh, Hamill. Though. I think Josh was saying something about Hamill, just in general. Yeah, just he's all, great. I think he, we all agree that he's great. He, he nails everything he needs to. It's like he has these deep, heavy, dramatic like moments he also plays that wise jedi master i always wanted to see him as so perfectly mm-hmm. and also and again he hits those he has those comedic bits he's like being kind of an asshole yeah. but it like it's it's funny it fits he, with the character he, yeah too. it works he's just like an old broken man and he's just like i don't care anymore right and it clint eastwood in gran torino <laughs> get off my octo so Except instead of Koreans, it's Daisy Ridley. <laughs> yeah, damn gook. <laughs> or pork. Pork, sorry, not pork. Oh, nice. Uh, some other performances. Uh, I mean... Adam Driver. Adam like fucking... Po. That's exactly... Like, Adam Driver took a step up, and he was already the best acting. He had the best performance in Force Awakens. Like, this yeah. is... This is next level. Like we need to talk about him as the best actor of his generation. That's another conversation that needs to happen because he, like anybody five years younger or older than him, I think he's the top. He's the alpha male. 
of all of them. I'd agree. He's. I don't fantastic. think I've seen him in a bad role. And I've this, only seen him in three movies. So. And this, for me, this further solidifies my point that Kylo Ren is the best Star Wars villain, and it's because of Adam Driver. I think. He bring I, just his performance brings so much to it, and it's just uh, it's. It's he's just great. You can you will not convince me otherwise. I'm sorry. It's just I, not I still I still am not on that train. He's not the best. I don't even know if I'd say he's the s- second best. But who would you call the second best? The, uh, emperor? the, the emperor. Yeah. Fuck. The um, emperor. He's just an old man. He's honest, honestly. I might even put Darth Maul at number three. Stop oh fuck it. that. No. Sorry. He has no, no character. He's just a he's just a cool yeah, design. Not, not not in the. I'm not talking about just the movies. So. Stop. That doesn't count. It doesn't it count. Does count. It doesn't count. It's Star Wars. It's canon. Five it people have to seen me, that. So all matters. Doesn't count. Yeah, a million people have seen it. I'm gonna go with. T- I'm gonna call Tim. Get, let's see if it counts. Hold on one second. Cody, have you yeah. seen the Clone Wars? Oh yeah, that's yes. great. Two, Darth Maul is cool in uh, Clone two, Wars two, and two, Rebels, but two thirds majority. A Fuck lot off. of people haven't seen him. Yeah, seen but that. he still exists. I don't know. I don't want to get involved. I love Darth Maul, and I also love Kylo Ren. By the way, I just I just got a text from somebody I sent I saw the movie with, and he said I thought that movie was quite good. Nobody else did, apparently. Okay. So that's two of the two of the six. He and I thought it was it was, I mean, quite good. He's being like a little like he he thought it was great, but uh, yeah, wow, that's surprising. Hmm. But I do agree that like apparently the other four were ranging from dislike to one guy, and I think mild enjoyment for the others. So that's ridiculous. I, they do need to see it again, though. Like that's obviously. I think any if you don't like if you if you're a little squealy, squirrely about this, you got to watch it again. Like give it another go. I hate to I hate to do this to you, Josh, but watching this was a lot like watching uh, Gilmore Girls in the life. Okay. Oh wait, what did okay. you think I was going to say? That wasn't the direction I thought that was going, but what, okay. What do you think yeah, I was going to say? Curious too. I thought you were going to say Interstellar, and I was going to throw something. Oh, Interstellar so. was great. Stop it! It's love, Tars. Um, uh, <laughs> just the necessary mention of love, it's love, Tars. But no, it 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 feels like Gilmore Girls in the sense that this I have seen, and I'm sure this is even more so for you guys. But like I've seen the original trilogy so much, uh, multiple times, Force Awakens multiple times, and when something is when something is new, and when something is again pushing the boundaries and is daring and is and is doing different things, it's hard to reconcile for the first time because this is a new thing of this other thing that I'm so familiar with, and now you're throwing this onto it. And it's, it's Yeah, you got... I mean, keep in mind, The Empire Strikes Back was really controversial when it came out. People I mean, were mixed on there, it. But... I know, but, like, I mean, you, if you look just do some research but um they didn't have newspaper articles back then <laughs> saying apparently people, star wars fans are mixed on the movie like, no, everybody it's like there was a lot hindsight. a lot of people thought it was you know too dark it wasn't like the first one right it was you know super heavy which is great but some people were turned off by it and now we look back and see that it's a masterpiece so right right it's it, again the fun thing about doing these podcasts is that we can this podcast specifically is we can go back you know just even six months from now, when it comes out on Blu-ray, and be like, "Oh, well, I was wrong." That makes sense. I was wrong, or oh, now I know why I feel. I I remember feeling that way, but now I feel this way, and all that good stuff. Um, but it's fun to it's fun to get the immediate reaction down. Sometimes it's it's good to ruminate, but other times it's good to just 
talk about how you feel there. at the moment. Live in the moment. Um, well, I'm sure we can spend some time next week or whenever we're going to record again. Oh yeah, we're gonna. We're, we're gonna all see. we're all we all have seen it again. I imagine I'm gonna try yeah. to see it with my dad pretty soon. Yeah, I'm gonna see it tomorrow and definitely this weekend. It's gonna be awesome. Um, yes. Because like the, it's also this is a movie that you wanna. It's fun. It'll be fun to go back like on a you know this Friday, Saturday, or even Sunday afternoon with a full crowd who hasn't seen it, and then kind of pay pay attention to the big moments, but also look around to see what everybody Flash else is reacting to. Yeah. Um, another performance I want to highlight is uh, Dom Hall Gleason. I love him. His his role is still kind of a nothing role. He's just sort of a. He's comedic relief. Let's get serious. He's, co- he's comic relief. Like that opening scene was something else, and he's just sort of a. He just kind of plays a little bitch. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping for a little bit more menace from him, but he's I, a gangly ginger. It's going to be hard to get menace out of him. Well, he's got a voice for it. Little Dom Hall, he does. spooky boy, very spooky. Well, you can't re- you can't forget that scene where he addresses the Nazi rally in uh, the Force yeah. Awakens. That is some good acting. That's some great acting. Um. There's also there was a specific moment like Hux's character in general. He's he's an interesting guy that he's got so much power at such a young age and all that. But it's I think it's interesting. Uh, there's the scene in the in the throne room, and we'll get to that. I promise. Uh, when Kylo Ren is kind of laying on the ground, uh, they cut to that scene, and Hux is standing a little far away from him, and Kylo Ren is just laying there, and then Hux sort of pulls back his robe and puts his hand on what I thought was a lightsaber, but it was actually a blaster. (laughs) And, and then Kylo wakes up and then he like moves his coat back. And I was like, I'm not sure what that means, but I like that he's doing this. You remember, you guys remember that? Yep. Josh. Hard to forget. Yeah. Yeah. What what, would you make of that move there? Like, what do you mean? Like, Like like he goes for his, he goes to reach for his blaster and then Kylo Ren starts stirring and starts to get up and then he kind (sighs) of takes his hand away and goes, puts it back where it was. I think that was, he was going to like take him out. Yeah. I mean, Hux hates Kylo Ren. Oh yeah. Everyone knows. Their relationship is awesome. (laughs) He saw, he took, he saw a moment of weakness for him. He was going to go for it. And then it's just like, no, if he, I'm going to get killed if he, even sees me trying to do this, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Daisy Ridley was also f- really, really. Oh, she's good. fantastic! Like just uh, the best. Uh, what other performances uh, touched you and spoke to you? I mean, they're, I think they're just all around the board great. Uh, Kelly Marie Tran, one of the new ones. She's, I think she's fantastic. I loved Rose. You've got a good performance. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I sense Cody is not in love with the character. I love the character. Um. Well, that's our next topic, Laura, so we can get into it very shortly. Um, Laura Dern's really good, although maybe underused slightly, but I um, maybe a little unnecessary. No, I think her character worked really well. I just it it could have been fleshed out a little bit more. I think introduced a little bit better um, for it to, for it to really pay off. And then Some words about that. Okay. Um, uh, as for newcomers, I guess that's the only two I can think of there's another one it's another one there's another one but i have a slight problem with them so. yeah let's well we're, we're diving into new characters but any any other thoughts on just overall performances so many i mean all the performances. No, i mean john all, Boy- john boyeg is great mm-hmm. uh Oscar isaac's fantastic i just they're all i love that poe has way more to do this time i loved his story with leia and i love their relationship carrie fisher's fantastic and the tribute at the end was great um 
I missed that. Yeah, they said in loving. Actually, I took a picture of it. What did it say? It said like in loving memory of our princess Carrie Fisher. I think. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. One like equals one tear. Uh, so, new characters. Let's start with Rose. Uh, and a really neat intro was her sister, um, basically dying to to bring down some big ship that they wanted to bring down, and that's um. That's sort of our introduction to Rose, really, because the first time we see her, she's crying because of her sister. Mm-hmm. And what do we think about her character, her performance, all that? Performance is fine. Um, I don't know. I, she was. I don't. I don't think she was necessary. Yeah, I do. Eh. I I I think you could have given her job to somebody else or keep her. There's just I didn't. Can I tell you my biggest problem with this movie? Go ahead. The entire middle section. Really. Their their um subplot was kind of dumb. Here, see, and, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something controversial, if you guys okay. don't mind. The Last Jedi is more similar to The Empire Strikes Back than The Force Awakens is to A New Hope. I don't think that at all. I, mm, because... I don't know. This is... This, what, is, un- what is, I, this has... Let's, no. no, but let's let's look at the... Let's look at just... Themat- the, thematically, maybe. Let's but. strip it back. Rey is... Rey and Luke are both training with an older Jedi Master to learn the ways of the Force. They're called away to help their friends out of a precarious situation and in turn engage in a conflict with the antagonist, Kylo Darth Vader, while the other characters, so in this, uh, Finn, Rose, Poe, and sort of Leia, their their only objective is to outlast the First Order and um, just not get blown up, basically. And in Empire Strikes Back... Their objective is just to fix the hyperdrive on the Falcon. Like, they are both very similarly small, um, just events overall. And I'm not saying that its similarity to Empire Strikes Back is a bad thing. I think that's awesome. I think that's a beautiful way to tell the middle section of a story is that you don't scale it up too much. You keep it small, but keep the the personal stakes incredibly high. I love that about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying it is there, and... I think Rose or somebody needed to be present there. I was actually kind of let down by her. I thought she was good, but she didn't really leave an impression on me, and I'm not really looking forward to seeing her as much as I was looking forward to see some of the characters in Force Awakens that were introduced in that movie. I think she's good. That's all. So, uh, what are your Rose thoughts, Josh? Oh, I love Rose. I thought her relationship with Finn was one of the, my favorite parts of the movie. I love to me. She like was just it. And I mean, it gave him more to do. Uh, or I guess their whole relationship and their dynamic was it was interesting. It was different. It was new. Um, and I liked seeing them go on this kind of sub adventure. Part of it I didn't like, and then the other part of it I really liked. Um, but the just I loved their group and i also loved kind of the whole subplot of now seeing those two and then poe become this kind of this team of supporting characters um to, in the background of 
um, Ray and Luke, where they are kind of more at the set at the center with Kylo Ren. Um, and you know, it's just I love the way that's structured, and I think she's and I just I love Kelly Marie Tran. She's so good in the role. She's so likable. She's just she can be funny. Um, her chemistry with John Boyega is awesome. Um, and it's just, I, I like it. She's and part, her character is one of hundreds of examples that kind of go into what, one of the things I love about this movie is that the theme of the movie is that like, at least what I took away from it is that like nothing can seem like something huge while at the same time, something, something that seems like nothing can be something so much more than it is. I don't know how to word that better, but that's the main theme that I took away from the movie. And so, she was like one of several examples. Yeah. What? No, I just think things that seem small become large and things yeah. that seem life shattering and enormous are, are, are they're inconsequential. Yeah. No, yeah, I, that's, it's a good observation. I like that. Um, so yeah, that's Rose. Uh, Holdo, played by Laura Dern. She was good. She was a good part of the movie. I liked her. Yeah. I liked her little um, relationship with Leia. I thought they did a yeah. good job conveying history there, and she definitely served. She served a purpose, and she performed it well. I'm glad we don't have to. Not glad, but I'm not upset that we're not going to see her again. I thought she was good. Uh, her whole the mutiny aspect of it was unexpected <laughs> with yeah. with Poe just like nope I don't want to do this we're gonna do it my yeah. way and <laughs> just kind of yeah. overthrowing the whole thing like, I was like wow I okay, was cool I was just surprised at the direction that her character went in because it's like I thought she was really just I mean to, to put it bluntly like a bitch like she was, she was like a I mean secondary he, villain for no reason um why didn't she just tell Poe her plan. Because she doesn't need to. You could have skipped that entire mutiny subplot if she wasn't such a cold idiot and just said, hey, I have a plan. I mean, ultimately, she, sa- she saved them all. I don't Giving the cold hate. shoulder instead of... I don't. It just doesn't make sense. He's obviously going to cause more problems if you keep him out of the loop. Why not just tell him what's going on? That's true. No, you're not wrong, but it's just... it's. That just speaks to how much you want to pull the threads of a certain movie. Because we all know that no movie is... Without flaw and without also a, without a jump in reason, so I think you just um, don't you? Th- I think it would have been better if they used um, just she didn't need to be in the movie. They could have used Admiral Akbar in that. They didn't need to kill him off in that scene. Oh, that's right. That Akbar gives, died. It gives his death more weight. Yeah, and he finally gets to have a moment Do in something. the sun after being in the background and only a yeah. meme. Like he's a meme, and that's it. He's a great meme. It's a trap. Yeah. But he did not see that trap coming. Yeah. There's just I did any. Oh, I'm sorry. I, this is completely off topic, but it just jumped into my head. Did anybody say I have a bad feeling about this? I don't think so. What I don't remember. Fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, Ryan Johnson just made the worst Star Wars movie. Two out of ten, guys. Holy shit. They do that all the time. What? Oh, my God. I, that's, I guess I have to go rewatch it just to be sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, Haldo, good. Served her purpose. She played it well. It's obviously, like, compared to the what's going on with Ray and Luke, I don't think anything could be could really get my attention as much as they did, but it was entertaining, and it, you know, and 
like much like Empire, it turned something inconsequential and gave it a very satisfying conclusion just overall. So I was happy. I was happy with it. I was happy with her. Um, one thing I was not happy with, <laughs> Mr. J- hey, Mr. DJ, what the fuck are you <laughs> doing in this movie? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. I think I feel like it's weird to use Benicio del Toro in such a flippant role because yeah, they, I just there rewatched was, there was Sicario this... and like I know what this guy can fucking do. He's a good actor, and, and you know, just have and him do that. And then he's just to do with like a lisp or like a speech impediment, who double crosses him and then sort of disappears. Like I don't know if there's yeah, plans like, from the future, see, but where ugh. where. I see. I feel the way about him that Cody feels about um, Haldo and Rose. I think he was unnecessary. Okay, I agree with you. He was unnecessary. I mean, it's it's hard to introduce three characters into this narrative. He he really only purpose he serves could have been done a different way. Yeah, and I think um, also it's just it was a waste of a really talented actor Um, because there was there was I don't remember who the interview is with but someone i think it might have been ron johnson said like when i wrote this character i really wanted um he descri- like the way he described the character he wanted a certain specific person and one of the people he really uh that stood out in his mind was benicio, for some reason benicio del toro and that's why he was cast so like thinking about it i'm like i just don't really understand his logic there yeah unless but, there's plans know. in the next one but you gotta you gotta give me something to, to latch on to in the first one before you tease me about the next one you know so, uh, and he just didn't really do that. It was an interesting character. I kept kept my eye on him the whole time because I was waiting for something cool to happen. Happen? Yeah. I want to talk about another character though that I didn't like in Force Awakens that I liked here. All right, we'll get, we'll get to those, but uh, there's okay. one more okay. character that we need to address. Okay. And more characters. Porgs. Oh, oh my god. Oh, they're they're they're, they're so cute. I the love. Scene, I was so into them. The scene with Chewie. <laughs> with the, the with Falcon. the with, with the cooked yeah, one, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh boy, they're just like they're just wagging their little arms. They're like, "What are you doing?" And Chewie's like, "Get out of here! I'm hungry." And then eventually, like he just they guilt trip him into, into him not eating, and he's just like, "Ah, damn it!" But like he already he killed them. I know. <laughs> Why not just eat them? Like, come on. They're ah oh man, and the little baby the, the, porgs, and how the porgs were like infesting the Millennium Falcon and like building their nests. I was like, yes, this is the best. I think, do you think JJ is gonna keep them for Episode Nine, or if, they'll just be gone? If he doesn't, I will find him and I will poop in his mailbox. <laughs> not not put poop in his mailbox. I will physically poop, poop inside of his mailbox. Shit, man. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have a mailbox. Maybe he gets his I, stuff delivered via drone because he's that guy. I don't know. But Porgs, man, ten out of ten, baby. They are, they are so much better than Ewoks. I don't even care. They're Ewoks are okay, shit compared to them. What is okay? I'm because not. they're annoying and they don't fit, and they're ugly. Yeah, they do. Okay, how does? Okay, they're supposed uh, to be Wookies. Yeah. No, they're not. They're that not was even, that was never true. That yeah, was it is. nothing. No, it's not. They're not even. Would have been better Wookies. How woke are? No. How woke are Ewoks though? Not very. Porgs, not, they're super sheeple. Woke. Sporks are the most woke Star Wars characters. I will not stand for Ewok hate in this house. Well, too bad, because I'm in a different house. <laughs> You're not mom and dad. Yeah. You're not my real dad. <laughs> Speaking of real dads, uh, <laughs> no, we'll get to that. Oh, nice. So, Tia, Great. Force Awakens characters. 
Uh, da, 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 da. Hey, Maz. Um, Love, loved her in this. <laughs> it, like, I don't it know how, if you're going to find a way to get Maz into this movie, and I don't think it was forced by any means, but if you're going to find a way to get Maz into this movie, that's the way you do it. Is her busy dealing with like a union dispute, <laughs> just blasting people as she gives you some good old backstory and context and tells you where to go? Like, there's another, there's Maz. another, th- that, that, that's another thing. I mean, it just ties into the whole Benicio del Toro thing because she talks about how there's this guy you have to go meet. We, we never meet him. That whole, well, we see him. Yeah, well, they don't get there. Dude. They get, to the, they don't I get know. that far. I, it's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was kind of neat. It's like, oh, plain I don't really care. In the grand scheme of things, I don't really care. It was just like, oh, okay, that's going nowhere. Okay. Yeah, Maz is crazy. You know, stuff happens. Uh, what, what did uh, what'd you think of Maz, Cody? Loved her. She was great. Hilarious. I love Maz Kanata. I hope they find a good reason to put her in the next one, if she's in the next one. Like, give her some meaningful thing to do. Like, maybe she finally tells somebody how she found the lightsaber or something like that. <laughs> That'd be kind of neat. But She was supposed to use the Force in a deleted scene from Force Awakens. Yeah, so maybe to, like, pull they can go the back. thing down. Yeah. That'd be neat. Um, rest in peace, Captain Phasma. <laughs> yeah, you I, hardly, they just, they just we figured hardly it out. knew ye. Like, I, I feel like they're like they, they saw all the backlash they got about the Force Awakens with her, and then they realized, "What? Well, we're never gonna." Yeah, there's nothing we can do. I mean, to be to me, she's like, and I'll probably get. I'm sure I'm not a popular know, person saying it. She's 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 Boba Fett, but good. Oh, what? I didn't expect the good part, but I but I did expect the. She is like Boba Fett, that's for sure. She's definitely not no, doing. Yeah, I, no, I think she's just an improved version of Boba Fett. She's given. An, I'm interested in her. Yeah, like she has a purpose in the story. It's small. It could probably be written out if you know you tweak some things around. But I thought it worked. I liked the way they handled her character in this movie. It, it actually made me like her a little bit more from The Force Awakens, yeah. and I liked the way they ended her and they gave Finn a really great, you know. I don't even know if that's an arc, but it just like I guess it gave him closure with that part of his life, and it was awesome. So since you mentioned that, yeah, uh, closing of an arc. For a while, I was like, in this movie, I was like, is this actually episode nine? Like, what is arcs are closing? And I and I I know that kind of sounds like a bad thing. Like, oh, they're rushing to the end of it. It's like, no, the the. The no, progression of ones. these story feels if they all feel natural, but it's the it, it's it's to me it feels like almost this trilogy is I don't know if inverse is the right word, but like kind of an inverse of the original trilogy. Whereas at, the first movie was a standalone movie, and then two and three were the continuing final parts of the story. Whereas this one, one and two, are a continuing story, and episode nine is going to be this kind of more standalone, like not standalone, but like. It's not directly it could be, it could start tied. A, yeah, it could literally yeah, yeah. do anything. It could be next day. It could be five years. Like right. uh, I, I could no idea what they're gonna do, yeah. which is so exciting to me. Yeah, it's really interesting. There's like they're starting off big, and I think they're working their way down in scale. Like they're I, with the Star I'm, Killer base and the huge fleets of armies, and now it's like there's thirty rebels, and nobody else is kind of is coming to help. And yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's speak, it's really neat. Well, um, maybe we'll get to this later. But speaking of episode nine, what do you think they're gonna do about Leia? Oh, we're gonna we're getting there. That's on the that's okay. on the docket. So okay. hold your okay. hold your hot Leia okay. takes. 
Okay. Um, I gotta say, I'm I can't believe I'm saying this, but one of the things that let me down a little bit, and this I know this is not just my own personal preference because I'm not wrong about this one, and it's something I'm gonna be bummed about whenever I watch this. Not as many good BB-8 moments. Oh yeah, he was I mean, like. I agree. Like, I agree with that, but it's like I don't he know. was a main character in the first one, though. But in the last one, he had the he had thumbs up. He had the like recoiling when Finn told him he wasn't in the resistance, and just so many great moments. And this one, he had that he he had that gun moment that was hilarious. That was so good. The gun moment, like where he he's like shooting those oh, like yeah the money discs, and he he blows his gun. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, when the guy starts putting things into him, like the coins yeah. into him, to, like thinking he's a game, and he's like, "What are you doing? Get away from me!" And, no, <laughs> there were there were definitely great moments, but like the thumbs up was a sh- that that's a show stopping oh, moment of force. I mean, that's like a that's a you know ever that's everyone's gonna remember that moment forever kind of thing. You know, right. it's you can't you, there's sometimes you just can't top that. And no, you no, try. I understand that, but they they just didn't really try, and I I, res- I don't. I don't. I'm not questioning that. I don't. I'm not saying the. Well, you got to try I mean, to do I mean, something funny. To me, just do. We, to me, the um, the best the best droid moment was R two. In what way? When it's, he was talking to Luke. Yeah. To oh. me, that was the best moment of any of the droids. So. Yeah. Also, uh, nice nice red arm three PO. Oh wait. The one thing I mean, there, that we were had to have been a time jump in there somewhere. Yeah, no, he, he they fixed. They, he had it going into Force, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. I feel like yeah. I should know that, but he, I just don't think about it. Is, it is. I watched the movie the other night. It was fixed. Yeah. I like, never think about uh, C three PO. It kill. I I don't like these kinds of things. But I mean, the reason they did it was just so they could sell that stupid comic book. So wait, so how did he get the red arm? It's like I don't. I read the. It's actually a pretty. I'm so surprised that I didn't hate it, but it was like, um, it was he got, he like sacrificed his arm for like another droid or something. I don't remember exactly. I'd have to reread it, but it's something very non C3PO. It's like a he has he has like a small like one time relationship with another droid and like he not like a relationship, but like a droid fuck, like no, like a friendship, like they friendship did. Yeah, it's like it sounds very non C3PO. It's it's a fun it's it's a fun little story. So. If you say so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm probably never going to read it. So, Kylo and Rey. Oh, that amazing. might be my favorite Every, part of the movie. Is it is their, their dynamic, the, their relationship, and how they communicated with each other. And The, the throne, I don't know if you call it a throne room, but the throne, yeah, the throne room, room. Okay, the throne room scene is one of the greatest scenes in a Star Wars movie ever. Ever, ever. Yeah. Like, if we were redoing our lists, there's a chance that could crack that top That'd five. Be probably my number two. Like it's everything in that moment was just I had no fucking clue what was about to happen. Yeah. Like from the second they arrived, I'm like, okay, I think this is gonna go one way. Then it goes another way. I'm like, okay. Where did you where did you think it was gonna go? Like I really I didn't. I, for sure, honestly, I thought Luke was going to show up at that scene. I don't know yeah, why. I did, I did too. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was, we were I was, always I was, expecting Luke to show yeah, up. I, I, I've been waiting for Luke to show up. And that's part of what a little bit of some of the underwhelming stuff from my first viewing was. I was like, I'm waiting for this to happen. And then it doesn't happen. Right. But um, but yeah, just that scene took so many different directions. And it, it takes – it goes for something ballsy and then doesn't go with it. But it just – I mean it still works for me and I love it because I still think it works for the characters and it's probably just me like 
being a fanboy and wanting them to do these certain things with characters because it's like a dark like the dark side star wars kind of thing but i don't know if i'm making any sense right now but makes sense okay yeah um but yeah just that whole scene and with every like passing moment it's like oh my god Mm -hmm. this is really happening and when the moment comes when kylo kills snoke oof i was just sitting there with my jaw open going oh and then the lightsaber goes to ray the two of them stand up and they start fighting the the uh guards i'm just like this is happening i'm just sitting there like oh my god this is actually happening right now like ray and kylo ren are teaming up snoke is dead what the fuck is happening right now i'm in a dream and like and i don't and i still they don't go all the way with it because ultimately they go their separate ways but and i would have i think having them team up and kind of would have been amazing having them separate from the republic and and from the uh first order and just kind of go against it all would have been amazing but like when you think about their characters it does just not make sense for that to happen because kylo ren is still so loyal to the dark side and ray is loyal to the light and it just it wouldn't make sense for them to both abandon those values to then try to do something different would have been interesting and i would have loved it but they didn't but still it's that scene everything about it i was just in shock the whole time it was pretty great both both viewings and the audience went nuts when kylo ren killed snoke like gasps everywhere people were cheering and then she caught the lightsaber and they went nuts again and then they saw she was they were teeing up and just oh my god yeah that was this movie pretty great. Oh god! I mean, this is a movie that really doesn't have a lightsaber battle. No, there's no light. This is the first no, Star Wars movie with no lightsaber. no lightsabers to make contact, and it's no. still awesome. That's and for me to say that, like lightsabers were my entry point for this entire franchise, and this is <laughs> this like I said, arguably is my favorite slash best, the best one. And there are no, there's not, there's no things, there's no example of my favorite thing in them it's like i was gonna say it's I mean, like my I'll favorite u2 song ha- not having a guitar solo but my favorite u2 song doesn't have a guitar I mean, solo you could say there are like, <laughs> you could say there are lightsaber scenes or sequences in the movie and yeah no both, I mean, of, both, of, both of them are some of the best i've ever seen yeah so they're pretty great um yeah the snoke thing like my my heart rate i could literally i like put my hand on my chest at some point and i could oh, feel my too. heart rate quickening and that doesn't happen Hardly ever, especially not in a block. Like I said, I know I'm cutting him down a lot, but especially not in a blockbuster movie. It takes a lot for me to really give a shit most of the time. But this totally did. That was the most one of the most thrilling scenes I've seen in the last few years, just from any genre of any scale. And just the moment where you kind of you get the hint that Kylo's doing something. Like I thought he was going to summon the lightsaber and then attack Snoke, and then Snoke would like fend him off or whatever but he flips it and freaking cuts the dude in half dewey cock style like (laughs) 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 machete fight like (laughs) that's the thing Um, i thought i was like is it i hope they put his i hope his his torso falls right on the ground he's just sitting there like why'd you do that i don't got no legs (laughs) like See, we could, but, I connected uh, Star Wars and the, the Walk Hard, the story, the story of Dewey Cox connection, um, boom. But that the, uh, and that and also don't, especially with the news we got today, don't give me, don't 
to try to sell me your bullshit that, oh, well, Fox is going to go to Disney, so now they're going to be pussies and not going to be able to do anything gory or anything like that. They cut a dude in half in I Star Wars. I've done that before. And he just laid there. I know, but he just laid I, there. I mean, to me, I think the bigger argument is, like, Disney's afraid to like, take risks and do anything that's not, that's, like, unconventional. And this, I mean, they've done it multiple times before. But this, I mean, on blockbuster level, really... Yeah, goes against that, but that's a that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, um, Sno- what, the Snoke scene. Snoke. I want, I want to talk about Snoke too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you guys think of Snoke? I mean, he was fine for the five minutes he was in it. See, I love Snoke in this movie because he, again, he goes with that theme that something that you thought was going to be this big thing is actually just this nothing. Mm-hmm. It's inconsequential. It doesn't matter it's in the grand scheme. Stepping stone. Yeah, it's like he's up. I mean, ultimately, he's a plot yeah. device, and I, it's it's one of those. Things yeah. I said that's gonna piss some people off. That's some people really are gonna. Off. Oh no, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, yeah. so I, a lot of people are gonna be trying to exchange their your Snoke theory sucks T-shirt to your Snoke theory doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it's, like you said, completely <laughs> um, inconsequential. It's like, and that's amazing. I, I will. I will say this. I do still want to know like where he came from. Like, oh, what yeah. was he? I'm I'm still fascinated by that, and I don't want it to just be like, oh, we're gonna write a book about it. Like maybe in, in episode see, nine, go Dick Moore, Kylo Ren's history. If they do, and if they do, like announce like now that well, now that episode eight is over, we've got a Snoke book about his past coming out. But it's like that's that a book stuff that, no, but that's a book that I would read. That I would that I, I know, would like, read. That's, uh-huh. that's and I I love that. That's awesome. But like that's stuff that I don't want to be explored in books. That's to me that's major information that all fans should see in the movies. But is it if it, is it if it is it major? Information? I guess because I guess, it wasn't in the movies I, unless it's I guess, comes back in know. nine. Like I wouldn't. Maybe. I wouldn't. I mean, who the fuck um, knows what's gonna happen with nine? Yeah, I have no idea what that's gonna movie's gonna be. But um. Yeah, I guess it's a good point. I don't know. I'm maybe maybe I feel differently the more I see the movie and think yeah. about it. But um, Snow- Andy Circus is oh, I get, God. Again, he's he's Let's one of my favorite. He's again, probably the best one of the best working. Actors. I said it when we were talking about our actors. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. He's phenomenal as Caesar, phenomenal as Gollum, phenomenal as Snoke. I just even it's with minimal screen time. He's menacing. You can feel that presence from him. And he um, got the lightning. Just, he's got the lightning, dude. Yeah, and just you that, that lightning. That that forced lightning scene where he just like it wasn't like Palpatine where he really milked it. It was just oop, quick, yeah. just a little jolt, and it just. I it really liked awesome. the I really liked the prank he pulled on Ray when she tried to pull the lightsaber and he just oh, turned yeah. it around and hit her in yeah, the head with it. her in the head, yeah. That was that was that there. There's a couple of cute like moments of like comedy that like I was a little like un, un, un even with, I guess. That's, that's one of my complaints about the movie is that um, more so than in The Force Awakens, they use comedy to cut all of the dramatic tension. I don't think they cut all of it. I think there's, they cut a lot of it, though. I think there's not even it doesn't really bother me with the dramatic tension because I think some of it's kind of like you're. it's not like so funny. It's just like that is kind of funny, but it's not like hilarious to the point of like a Marvel movie. Um, but like. There's only two moments where I was like, uh, it's kind of like weird humor that shouldn't be in Star Wars. Like and like what? there was that one. The other one was uh, when Poe made a mom joke or a yo mama joke, as they say. He did? <laughs> to, uh, yeah, at the beginning of the movie when he's talking oh. to Hux. And he's like, he's I ha- Leia has a message for him about his mother. <laughs> 
And I was like, uh, I mean, it's funny, but it's like, eh, Star Wars, can we, like, not do that? And, you know, whatever. That's not a Yo but, Mama joke. That's just cutting him down because he's... Yeah, but like it's like 30 he's like 20 years don't, old and don't don't blend real world with star wars come on gotta have a line somewhere they said they said big ass i've never heard that said in star wars and that really that weirded me out too but no hashtag your snow theory sucks oh that's so funny i'm so <laughs> but in hindsight but yeah. i'm so glad they did that that's the best that's the uh that's such a troll move i yeah. love it i i so, just want to know what that conversation was like because i don't know I don't. We obviously don't know much about the creative process of how these movies were written, but I'm assuming that at some point Ryan Johnson went over to JJ to be like, "Hey, so let's talk about where we're going from here." And JJ's like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you know, Colin and Derek. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, yeah, they're working on nine. They got this really cool idea for Snoke. I want to run by you." And Ryan's like, "Yeah, listen, um, I have something I'm to gonna tell kill you. him in like the most awesome ways. So we're just never gonna do that." And JJ is like, "Oh." Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. And now he's directing it, so he's got to deal with it. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, sure I'm so glad that. By the way, JJ's been involved for a very long time. I can guarantee you. Oh, yeah. Like they, if they, they knew. I think they knew very early on that they were going to can Trevorrow and all that, and they were just like, they had JJ on standby just to like get going in case they decided to go with him, which I think they did. But yeah. Whatever. We'll see. Um. What were you gonna say, Cody? You're glad that what? I'm glad that JJ's back in, yeah. not back in in for uh, Trevor because I don't know. I, I don't trust him. Yeah, I mean nobody really does. Well, the people who made Jurassic World did. Yeah. Did by the way, did we haven't talked about the Jurassic World sequel? Does that Do look we awful have to? to you guys, or is it just me? Does that look cool? Awful. Awful. It doesn't look great. Oh, it God. looks like a movie that I'm probably not going to see. Am I going to see it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious. See, but see, that's how you stop them from making them. Don't go see the movies, guys. I don't really care. I don't really care that see they're the making movie. them. That's the thing. I like Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like him too. I'll go see Guardians 3 and Avengers. So. Yeah. I uh, want him Di- to have money. Also, so. Josh, I was a big dinosaur kid, so, you know. Oh, me too. But, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Um... Watch Jurassic Park again. I I've seen the movie like twice. I don't know. I'm not. I don't get the. I think it's fine. Uh, and original trilogy character time. Leia. Uh, her. I thought she was getting killed early on. I was like, oh great. Yeah. Well, that solves that. No need to do well, the whole. Then they turn her into a space witch. Yeah, because I remember you telling no. me early on. You're like, I want you. You'd heard that she was gonna be. Um, sort of around the time that she passed away that she was going to be in like Cairo sleep or whatever. And that that was how she would be at the end of the movie. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's they're doing it a little bit early. I want to see more Carrie, but fine. And then she pulls a, I don't even know what to call it. And just she uses the force for the first time ever to not it's die amazing. or to just cocoon herself until you don't, you don't, you don't just die instantly when you go into space. I mean, it happens pretty quickly. Yeah, I think you kind of do. She was out there for, she was out there for like what a minute. Well, that's the thing with you never know the time. The time doesn't really mean anything. It's it's a galaxy far, far away. Things work differently. I'm googling how long does it take to die in space? About 15 seconds is about how long it takes to die. Well, they were let's say they were seconds there. Since it takes a bit of time for these things to kill you, it's possible to make it through a very quick stint in outer space. At most, an astronaut without a suit would last about 15 seconds before losing consciousness from a lack of oxygen. Well, she is not an astronaut. She's a, a Jedi. 
not really, but she's a force user. <laughs> she's still force sen- with, force well, sensitive. With, with sound logic like that, what can I say, honestly? <laughs> she's a wizard, so it doesn't count. It's like, mm, I don't know, maybe it does. <laughs> Uh, I mean, she was frosted over, so she like started to die. I don't know, whatever. Uh, I thought the visual. Mary Poppins, y'all. No, uh, it was I a thought, strange scene. Yeah, I thought the visuals of it, of her kind of gliding through space. That like was, she was oh, I loved it. Pulled by a rope was a little bit silly. Yeah, that's the word I was thinking of. I was like, oh, this seems. This doesn't seem like something that would happen in Star Wars. This seems like some an idea that somebody had and didn't get unchecked, but not a big deal because you know Carrie Fisher and anything she touches turns to gold. And I think that she could do that in real life if she wanted to. So not a big dif- I don't discrepancy know about there. That, but yeah, yeah. But then she it was, was fine. Of it was weird. I I'm of the sound belief that this movie did not need to be as long as it needed to be as it was. Um, that could have been cut. I would much rather her, and granted, it opens yourself up to a lot of why didn't she do this then? Is instead of you know the hangar or whatever getting the bridge getting blasted and them going into space, just she deflects the blasts or something like that, or mind tricks the pilots or something. I don't know. It, of the of the ways you can get her to use her powers and make that a point or her her ability is it powers? Is the force of power or is it an ability? I'm gonna it's, say I'm gonna say an ability. Call it, let's just say I mean, ability. Luke. First of all, Luke says the Force is not a power. In okay. The movie. Well, Luke's a bitch, so I don't want to listen to him. Hey. Oh god. No. Uh. Whatever. If you're gonna, but if you're gonna use, find a way to, for her to use her abilities, that just seemed like a. You know, I think there may there might be three more options that are would look and be more aesthetically pleasing than her drifting. She, I mean, she space. uses it. She she uses it again later. Actually, she uses it twice later. But when does she use it later? I can't remember. I mean, she uses it when she contacts Luke for that split second oh, okay. um, through the force, and well, then again when like she opens... manipulating the world. But around that's her. like still that's you y- communication through the force. Yeah, right. Um, and she also she knocks she blows the door open. Yeah, and also that's true. She also did that before with um in the end of episode five. She contacted Luke, so that's something we know yeah, how yeah. to do. But this was like. It just seems a little out there, but that's fine. Um, any other Leia thoughts? And she's great. She's, yeah. Carrie Fisher is fantastic. She's yeah, she was real good. She's great in, the, in this movie. Honestly, it's, it's tough for me to say. I might say maybe it's just because she passed away, but I think this is the best she's ever been as Leia, performance-wise, mm-hmm. and the way her, and the way her character is written. But it just I loved her in this movie. Yeah, and then Luke. And again. I, I mean, I've already gone over Luke. Luke is, I mean, Luke is phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. But, um, but there's another original trilogy character we haven't touched on yet. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. Uh, can we we'll get, get to him? Now? We'll get to him. Uh, Just give me a second. Uh, <laughs> action sequences. Now get to him, may we? Action sequences. Just hold on. Um. <laughs> I, I think mean, we're, we're all in agreement that the lightsaber sequence is the best sequence in the movie. Yeah, Ray, Ray and Kylo against the world was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and it also it was kind of nice. It was neat to see the Imperial Guards and see what the fuss is about. Well, how they got to they attain that position by they, being pretty damn cool. Yeah, and they but they were pretty quick to make the decision that okay, well, I guess it's time to go up against to 
you know, I guess we should be taking down Kylo Ren. Like they, they that was a snap decision by them, and I respect that. Um, are they robots or are they people? They're people. People. Okay. So that's and another, that's another guards. point as to why people should shut the hell up about Disney. You know, de uh, emasculating Fox. Didn't one of them get decapitated? That's what I was about to say. Ray decapitated a dude, and you could see it happen. You saw his. And Kylo head. puts one a laser through one's face. Oh my god, that was another. Oh, big that was moment. awesome. That was so freaking cool. And he has a hole in his face. That's awesome. Like Disney. It's a Disney movie, and they're putting holes in dudes' faces. Well, it's a PG thirteen Disney movie. Still, it's a Disney movie. It's amazing. They uh, had people getting their eyes ripped out by birds and pirates too. They're not afraid. Oh yeah, they did. They did do that. Nice. That Pretty grossed cool. me out. Yeah. I, I especially liked it when the lady became clams. She got big, and then she became clams. See, see, now we're talking about the third movie, and that's terrible. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. Talking about so, pirates of the Caribbean. I don't care. <laughs> so awesome. Um, um, <laughs> other action sequences, though, is, uh, da, da, you know, this is actually surprisingly light on action. Which yeah, I, drama, not very much um, action. The opening scene I thought was fantastic. The oh, whole yes, that was cool. They, and I love that they just they dive right into it. It's oh, like that's yeah. not they don't take their time. Like, oh yeah, we're setting up, reestablishing the characters. Like, no, here's Poe Dameron. He's on a mission. He's doing this. The whole resistance is you know fighting. It's just everyone's just here, ready to go, yeah. and it goes right into the story after this awesome opening action scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then it slows down a little bit, and we get into the you know the character stuff. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I really, I can't think of any other than that weird, we'll get to the, I, I haven't talked about the stuff on Cantino Bright or Cantino Bite yet, but, um, it's, yeah, can't, it's Canto Bite, you, Canto, dork. you don't Can, know, you don't know what Star is it? Wars, Canto Bite. It's, it's a Cantino, it's, it's Cantino, oh, the Cantino. Casino? Casino. you mean the what part of the movie that should yeah, have been the, completely cut out? Casino. Yeah, 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 that's what I meant, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's the a only casino? scene. Cantino? Are you kidding? Oh my what did God. I say? You said I was, Cantino I multiple to, times. I kept trying to say, kept, yeah, I kept trying to say Cantina when it it's is, really a casino. It is 12.50 in the morning, so let's just do our best yeah. here. <laughs> okay. So good space battles, uh, sparse in the kind of hand-to-hand combat, but when it was there, it was awesome. It was amazing. Um, oh, yeah. Um, that... Battle of Hoth two was pretty cool. Yeah, Red on, Hoth on uh, on crate. Yeah, so cool. That was awesome. So uh, freaking cool. Another moment where I think they took a risk and then didn't completely go forward, but then it works with Finn about to sacrifice himself. Yeah, and then I by... honestly kind of wish that they did it. Yeah, me too. I I'm glad they didn't, but I also wish they did. I don't know. I'm conflicted on that because it's like it would have been a great epic yeah. moment that really they had the balls to go forward, but at the same time. I don't want Finn to die. Yeah, and I like that saved him because I want to see more of them together. Yeah, he's had his kill moment. one of them. In the- he had his moment like, with Phasma though. So like, what's you know, pre doing our episode nine talk? What's the what is there to do with him? Like, what's what's his know, motivation? Kill him, in, kill him in nine some way. I don't know. Okay, well, we'll f- I guess we'll find out. Um, maybe Kylo. Maybe Kylo Ren kills him, and then that's what makes Ray kill Kylo Ren. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not uh, a runner. So, any more on the action? No, can we get okay. to him now? We got a big chunk. Hold on, we got a very big chunk. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Why are you doing this? This is this is the mysteries chunk. So, uh, in my notes that I made for talking points, one of them was, "What's the deal with Snoke?" There is no there is no deal with Snoke. <laughs> so we're gonna cut that He's one gone. out real quick. Yeah. Uh, so let, we'll move on to what happened with Kylo and Luke. And I loved how they introduced this. First, you get 
just uh, Luke's perspective, then you just get Kylo's perspective, Kylo's. and then you see them melded together, and you see the yeah. tr- the truth basically. Yeah. And um, I thought that was fantastic. I and love the, that. And, really cool. And the scene where Ray oh, finds wait, out the truth. Oh, we did get a truth. lightsaber contact between Kylo and and Luke. Did For they? a second, yeah, yeah, in the dream, or that not dream, in the flashback. Oh yeah, okay. The flashback, yeah. yeah. Which is the first time that Star Wars has ever had flashbacks. Which I'm way is okay it? with. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Never happened before. Huh. People neat. thought. Actually, I take that back. I get. Oh, I guess does Ray's vision Ray's in Episode Seven is that is that Cowan is one? That's more of like she's. I, I that's know. a that's vision. A, that's like that's an out of body experience. That that's yeah. that's a flashback that's happening in the character, not the narrative. Yeah. So that does not count as a flashback. Yeah. I'm making the call. Tim, what do you think? Tim, okay, he's just he's licking his ass. I don't know how he does that. Okay. Anyways, Jesus, Tim, fucking Tim. Um. Oh, by the way, did it, did either of you guys spot the Noah Segan cameo, aka Kid Ooh. Blue from Looper? No. No. Who was he? He was. It was the very beginning of the movie when Poe gets back to the ship or whatever. He's on like a cart that's driving through, and I don't know why I saw him, but I was like, oh, I know that hairline and that upper that like eyebrow and i was like that oh that's noah segan that's kid blue pretty there's neat. another there's another cameo in this movie that i don't I haven't seen anybody talk about it's a Ooh. it's a it's a star wars director did uh, you notice it i did not oh gareth yeah. gareth edwards is in the movie oh who was he for like a, two seconds yeah right. uh when they're on the in the trench on crate and like oh, there's cool. that sh- there's those two guys like aiming their guns he's the one on the right Huh, cool. I don't really know what he looks like. Is so he the salt guy me. or not? Yes, the salt he's, guy. he's the guy who doesn't talk. Oh, good. Why was that necessary? To show Gareth Edwards. I mean, the the salt part. I don't know. To look cool, Cody. This, these are blockbusters, after all. It's got to look cool. You mean what do you mean That's the salt? So... Like the like the mineral on the planet? That yes. is red. Why did he taste the... the ground? I don't know. Why Just not? See? But that's so stupid. Would you? Sorry. No. I, I probably would. Yeah. It's the fucking ground, guys. I have an but it's a mineral planet, though. So? so, so the Kylo and Luke storyline. Did we like that? Awesome. Did we? Did we buy and that? It, and I love, I love the way it ended. I love the way it ended so that much. That is what I went to the movie to see. Yeah. Luke trolling him so hard. A lot of trolling going on in this movie, and I like it. And <laughs> see, see you around. I thought he was gonna have some big epic final line to him. He just like see you around, kid. Mm. And he's gone from his life forever. Yeah, and it's rest rip Luke. It's amazing. Did you cry? Um, first things first. So this is again part of the things where I was conflicted the first time. Completely did a one eighty the second time. So the first time when I saw the movie, um, when Luke died, I was like, Well, he oh. didn't die. He became one with the Force. Let's be real I mean, here. You know, yeah, you know, I mean, the Obi Wan day F. Yeah. You know, yeah, he came one with the Force. He became one with the Force, and I really hope he sees Force Ghost in Episode Nine. Um, I, I think they have to. Yeah, but yeah. Um, he did that and I watched it. I was like, oh, I was a little underwhelmed because it was just like, oh, this means we're never going to get Luke doing what I wanted to see him do in this movie. I figured we're going to get it in nine then. And then I was like, oh, well, now he's, now he's gone. So he can't do that. And uh, now he's not going to be there to train or continue training Ray. And I'm like, okay, what's going to, I don't know. What's, but then like, again, on second feeling, I was like, okay, well, that's, that's, that's what this story is. That's is this is Luke's purpose this is his him fulfilling his destiny this is his um closure with like his his life everything he's been doing and it's just that final moment he has done what he needed to do and he dies on the planet 
like he said he was going to do, but at peace yeah. and with a purpose, like Ray says. And, and, it's, and that just speaks to the job that Ryan Johnson has to do, yeah. which and, is not just to create a new story for this trilogy, but to finish, you know, depending on what we see in 9, but for the most part, finish the story of Luke. Like, you have to both make this a good movie and then make sure that the original yeah. trilogy of which are seen as some of the best movies of all time, stays the best movies of all time. And he the, totally did that. Luke and the cinema, with the, the sons, cinematography my God. in this movie, the final, the final, one of the final shots of Luke, of him looking up into the sky, and you see his silhouette sitting on the rock. It's That might be one of the best shots I've ever seen oh, absolutely. in a Star Wars movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, it's really good. It gets into my pet peeve of anything with a silhouette is considered a great shot, but that one's, you know, that worked. That worked really well. <laughs> you don't like silhouettes. It's just every, like, the the Twitter feed, one perfect shot, it's 99% something silhouetted. <laughs> and I'm just like, fucking stop. That, there are better shots than that. Just have, ah, whatever. It's just a pet peeve. Um, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. So, the last mystery to uncover, we finally got closure on Ray's parents, and it was perfect. Yep. It was yep. perfect because you're they're, not they're shoving nobody. her into the narrative where she doesn't belong. You're just saying you're just your parents. You know, you know the truth. You know that you're not you don't come from anything particularly special. Your parents were drunks who were dead in a junkyard like oh, that. A pauper's grave. Yeah, that's so like what did, what did you think? First of all, what did you guys think? I think the Johnson's intention was to make us think that it was Ray was Kylo's brother, like she was a solo, something like that. Because I mean, the, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. But. Well, like with the connection that they had, like that to me, that seemed like they were it, they were um, trying to impress and trying to steer us in the direction of their of it being familial, and that's yeah. what I got to it at least. But what did you guys? What were you guys thinking throughout as the movie went along? I, I wasn't really thinking that much. I was just waiting. I I, I didn't want to predict or anything. Yeah, I wasn't really trying to figure it out. I was just like, I was just wondering, like, oh, why is there a connection? I was like thinking about it. I was like, oh, I wonder why there's a connection. And they keep happening. I was was wondering, like, is one of them doing it and not telling the other? Or is it just like something that's happening by nature of the force? And then Snoke reveals he's the one that's doing it. And then, um, but yeah, it's just, I loved all that. I love the mystery of it. Yeah. Awesome. And then the reveal. That they revealed it. Her parents are nobody. It's what I wanted. After thinking about it for the last few months, I was like, I am starting to think she's her parents are going to be irrelevant, and that's kind of the point of her story. Is that again, you know, nothing. Something comes from nothing. You know, and it's awesome. It's oh, Ryan Johnson. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's it's pretty great, but it does it does make me look back at. Um, Force Awakens a little bit because you know there, I'm looking at an article right now that has like a list of the ten biggest spoilers, and one of the lines is um, after the with the reveal of Ray's parents, it says uh, this is sure to be a divisive turn of events. But when you think about it, the Force Awakens never actually attached that much importance to no, that's to the, Ray's the true parentage. The fans took that upon themselves. I did, I did that. I disagree with that. <laughs> I disagree with I, that because there there's a look from Han Solo that he gives her a look of like shame almost when they get to when they arrive at Maz's place and the scene ends with Maz asking him who's the girl who's the girl and there's a whole conversation about you know they're coming back for me and so I don't necessarily agree with that but I think it was a good it was a good reveal 
And then, you know, it was very mystery boxy of JJ to do, you, to do something like that. Do you like think that. that JJ had something planned bigger no, or different no, no, no. and then Ryan Johnson changed it? Apparently, JJ told Ray or told Daisy Ridley who Ray's parents were during Force Awakens. And then I guess when they signed on Johnson, somebody told her, it's like, hey, Ryan's going to do his own thing. So what you heard might not be, you know, the course that they're taking anymore. And then Ryan Johnson wrote the script in the exact same way without just he came to the conclusion on his own. So that's I read that. I like that. So. Um, and I think this, it's the, it really is the only way to do it because then you're like, then you're just trying, you have to over explain it to fit. Then you gotta set up more characters. Yeah. And then you have to like fit it into the narrative somehow. Like I said, like there's no way she's going to be Kenobi's granddaughter because you have to tell, you have to find a way to, to give, to tell that story in a somewhat satisfying way. You're not going to make her a solo because that just doesn't make sense. Why would that? Why would that not have come up before now? Like, oh, we gave away a daughter. Like they, they, you know. And why Skywalker? He never had a wife in canon. Like he just went off and taught, and then sat in his island forever. So this is the perfect way to do it, I think. Um, and it just gets fanboys to shut the hell up about thinking. Well, you know, I've been thinking about it, and actually, it's if you if you really look at the. <laughs> the time it takes to conceive and birth a child um it's like no stop she's her parents are irrelevant they're just people which is great um any other ray's ray parentage thoughts nope no No. (laughs) it's great yeah i love it i love it i love it i love it but i know like some fan like some clickbaity like YouTube shows or articles are gonna be like, did Kylo Ren lie to Ray about her parents? And it's like, well, Kylo Ren has like, a, he is a reason to lie because X Y Z. It's like, no, shut up. Just this is how it is. Stop it. You're um, wrong. You <laughs> good day, sir. Uh, really want lose. That, so you lose. Uh, so we're almost to cameos, Josh. I promise. But before we get to, that, ah. we got to ex- let's talk about the expanding mythology of Star Wars because we got a lot on the island especially, about the Jedi and how this world works, basically. So what do we think about the universe expanding things about this? I Go loved to- it. I love it. I mean, I don't... It, it fit. Yeah. It didn't really add anything too controversial or... I don't know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Josh? I loved it. It was actually, that was one of my problems with The Force Awakens. I mean, not a problem, but just like something I wish was more in it. There was Force Awakens and something, say whatever you want about George Lucas. That man is the best world builder that has ever lived. And <laughs> yeah, sorry, 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 Tolkien. Uh, oh, not even Tolkien, but whatever. Um, JK Rowling. Um, hello. Fuck that. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Rowling. Um, but, um, Ryan, something I wanted more of in uh, Force Awakens was more world building, and it kind of was just here's another sand planet, here's another Death Star, here's another forest. Um, I guess I guess uh, that one planet was kind of cool, but there wasn't enough like really focusing on building more of the world, and this one really did that with Achito and Crate and um, the uh, what's it called? Canto uh, Bright, Canto Bite, whatever the the thing is called didn't didn't like didn't like things on it but that built the world more um and there's more stuff like that throughout the whole movie and i loved seeing it uh, especially ashto just i want to see if there's i wonder if there's anything else that will come of that island or if that's just going to be left in peace um but 
I I loved it, and I hope there's more of it in nine. So I love especially the scene when Ray goes down the pit. Um, like for well, first she so cool. first she sits there, and Kyle's like, "You didn't," or, or Luke's like, "You didn't even hesitate. You went right to the darkness." And she's like, "I'm looking for yeah. answers or whatever." And then later on in the movie, she goes down there, and it's like. And she's like in that mirror place, and she snaps. Like it was such a cool, trippy scene, and it was very, like it was very, uh, it was very Empire Strikes Backy of like going into the super secret place that we have to confront the dark side. And in that, she does much like Luke and Empire. He has to confront that he doesn't know it yet, but that Vader is his father, and he's going to turn into his father, just like Ray has to confront. Like when she asks, "Who are my parents?" and she just gets a picture of her. To where like fucking no one it's it doesn't matter like that's the the that's the point that it's telling her it's like it doesn't matter you're you have yourself to answer to and like I said I I love the parallels that the, that it has to episode or to uh to Empire I think it's freaking brilliant and um just the way that they handled all of the Jedi stuff was just incredible and. Oh, and speaking of, uh, kind of off topic, we got another prequel re- reference, right? Darth Sidious. Yeah. 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 How about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's I mean, in he's in the pre- sequels. What are you talking? About? I mean, I well, he, he was, was like they talked about the they oh the Jedi oh, they that let Darth Sidious yeah. rise. You know. I mean, also, I mean, they talked about his rise, which happened in the prequel. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was hoping for another prequel reference that was a little more right bigger, but they didn't do that. But you know, whatever. Oh, that's cool. The update for Battlefront put that, um, God, that big uh, battle from the end of the movie into nice. it. I can't wait to never buy it. Nice. Go ahead. You're gonna okay. show them. All right. So yeah. no major cameo. So I guess we can skip past that. Yeah. Let's... Oh, sorry. Justin Theroux was in the movie for a hot second. He can we talk power, about right? Yoda? God damn it. I'm sorry. Who? Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yoda. Go. Fine. Fire God off. Damn it, Yoda. Yoda's in the movie. Yoda's in the movie. Oh my. Woo. Uh, uh, I just in it. I see. I want to say it's my favorite scene, but I know it's just me fanboying out. So I'll, I'll wait yeah. till I can actually like think about all the actual scenes and what's the actual my favorite. But when I saw that little that pan they panned across and we see those little green ears and the ghost. That was pretty just, awesome. I lost my mind and I thought I was going to pass out. I was like, oh, my God, Yoda's in the movie. I, I figured Yoda would be in the movie, but I forgot about it because I was so into the into the story at that point. I was like, I don't expect Yoda to show up at any point right now. Then he shows up, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then he, the, here's what I'll say about Yoda. The first shot of him was really weird. It looked yeah. weird. It looked – I was like, oh, that's that's not – that looks different. I don't know what that what that monstrosity is. You want to know what it is? It's a it's a puppet. They used the puppet instead of it, CGI. It's great, which and is that, awesome. It's super yeah, cool. Yeah, the the first because I was so unused to. I haven't seen a we haven't seen a CGI or a puppet Yoda. In, I guess since Phantom Medicine, that was terrible. But um, like real good puppet Yoda for a long time, and so it was like it took me a while to like not a while it took me a minute to like adjust to it. But w- once they clo- got closer up on him, I'm like, oh, this is Yoda. This is the Yoda I know and love from Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And a little detail about that scene actually um is that Ray kept the books. She yeah. kept the books. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." There's no real there's no real importance to that, but it's there. So I guess, I think Ray I think at the end of 9 we'll get into that later, but 
I think the end of nine is you're going to see her starting a new Jedi Academy. That's that'd be my with the books and all that stuff. That's my guess. Yoda had a really really great line in this yeah. movie. Yeah, we are what we grow beyond. Exactly. Yeah. That, that as masters, we are what they grow beyond, which was yeah. amazing. That's such a great line. Yeah, and to failure is the best teacher. Oof. Fucking Yoda. They gave us they gave us a new what will probably be a classic Yoda moment. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Oh my god! Thirty seeing, years after the last like, classic Yoda moment, seeing like, well, Yoda igniting the lightsaber was cool, but that's uh, not classic. Seeing, that's just silly. Sorry. It's a not good movie, but um, seeing Yoda and like old school Yoda and old Luke Skywalker reunited was like, well, that can't be the first time that they talked. I know, I know, but it's... No, I mean, it, said, it might have been because... Uh, said, or probably not since since he yeah. got there, I would right. say. Oh, because he Yoda shut off the force, right. Yoda does say, like, I've missed you, Skywalker. Like, it's oh, been a right. while. Okay. Um, but, like, and seeing that, just but just seeing it on screen, it's like, literally, that's watching a dream come true. I've waited since I was a kid to see Yoda as a force ghost again and see him talking to Luke Skywalker again and... I finally saw it, and it was amazing. And it was just, it was perfect. They didn't yeah. overdo it, even though I kind of wish I, they did more, but I know they should not have done much more with him because what's right. there else to do? But just gave him this one perfect scene, and I was so happy. And I I would watch the movie again and again just for that scene with Yoda. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah, my audience freaked out. Absolutely like, freaked out. It was awesome. Um other cameos is that apparently I I heard that Prince Harry and Prince William's cameos were cut, yeah, th- but I didn't hear about Tom Hardy's. I mean, I think they're all just stormtroopers. Yeah, but like Daniel Craig got a line, you know. Yeah, maybe he slept with JJ. I don't know. Hopefully, um, <laughs> make my dreams come true at least. Uh, another cameo, <laughs> kind of sorta, is Joseph Gordon-Levitt played a character as a voice cameo for Slow and Low. Don't know who the hell that was, but you know. Also, uh, Simon Pegg as Uncar Plot is credited. I don't know why he wasn't in it. Was he? Who? Simon Pegg as Uncar Plot, the fat guy f- that gave Ray the portions from um, Force Awakens. I didn't Weekend. see him. Yeah, me no. neither. I don't know. It was kind of confusing. Hmm. Oh well. Uh, so that's it for cameos. Yeah. Let's move on to. Your favorite moment and your fanboy moment. So this is more applicable to you guys. So I'll just do my favorite moment is the throne room scene. Just all sequence, whatever you want to call it. That from beginning to end was wonderful. It was absolutely awesome. So Cody, favorite that's moment. That's mine too. And then that's fan, mine too. And then fanboy <laughs> moment. Um, my favorite fan. fanboy moment was probably uh, that Luke versus Kylo Ren scene. Mm-hmm. Because it was just Luke being cool for once in the movie, like really, really cool. Yeah. I don't know it was pretty great. But then there was that Yoda scene too. I don't know yeah. what my favorite fanboy scene is, but my definitely my favorite just regular scene is the throne room. Yeah. You know, my thought when he when he showed up was like that he was gonna come out and just like in one wave of his hand just crush every single ATAT and just like a wreck shop, and then Kylo would have to come out and fight him because he was like be the only one left almost. But he didn't do that. He was just a hologram. Just a little hologram. Sad. Josh, favorite moment, fanboy moment? 
Um, so my, I mean, my, I think my favorite moment is Luke's death. Okay. I think I think it's Luke just seeing Luke become at peace and become one with the Force. Just that whole moment with the music and no words are spoken, and Kylo's kind of been defeated. And the two sons, that, the two sons. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. man. Yeah, and just. Whew. And then you know he just his cloak floats away into the distance, and it's just that to me that was a perfect moment. I think it might be my favorite scene, fanboy moment. It's Yoda. I lost my mind. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Um. So let's get into our any dislikes that you haven't previously mentioned. Um. Yep. So f- for me, I think I, yeah I think the new characters were ho hum. I didn't. They weren't particularly memorable. Del Toro frustrated me, and you know they just they were just they were fine. They were okay. I'm not excited to really see any of them again. But you know I got so much with the characters I do know that I'm fine with that. Uh, and I don't think it was too long. I thought the B story was fine. I don't think they could have done something I, I'm, as much as Johnson wanted to do something really great. I think you do have to there is a balance that you have to strike and you have to understand that your A story is your A story for a reason and that your B story needs to be a little bit more fluffy. Um, also, uh, I wasn't crazy about some of the pacing early on. I feel like there's some moments like Han's death that should have, that I like would like to have been elaborated on more because it's just like... Been discussed. Yeah, he just says Han or something like that and then it cuts. And I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. That's something I'll have to figure out and get used to or just give it another look the next time I see it. But uh, that's about it. Um, I think this movie's fantastic. So, uh, Cody, any other dislikes that you haven't mentioned previously? Um, did I mention that I think the entire casino scene <laughs> should have been cut? Yes, you did. <laughs> well, it should have been cut. It's so stupid. It makes um, the world bigger. It doesn't need the world doesn't need to be bigger. Okay. It doesn't. But that was just a bad. I don't know why. And then they took some sort of political stance for some reason. Oh about yeah. Horse about, racing. Yeah. Hey. You know. like, what? What are you doing, Star Wars? Yeah, that was a little weird. But. Hmm. Oh, but other than that, I think I mentioned everything that I wanted to mention. Okay, Josh. Uh, my again, my only thing, two main issues are. Um, Outside of just like not getting some fanboy stuff, I've always wanted like I wanted maybe to see Epic Luke, and I wanted to see maybe Obi Wan. I wanted to see Anakin ghosts, but like you know, that's whatever stuff. Um, I wanted the the whole Canto bite thing. It's just, it, uh, it, it, no, everything about that scene to me that's the Wrath Tar scene from Force Awakens all over again. <laughs> It's just why is it? It just it's just like okay, now we're doing this. I'm like, what are we doing? This is not oh, Star Wars. A Star Wars this movie is... has to have some sort of like bar or cantina or something it's just, like that. But it's like the way this one went about it. It's just like this is this is like fantastic beasts. Well, like, they gotta get, find get a guy. They gotta find a guy. Like, you know, like get it. Like it just it felt so tonally out of place. The creatures in there didn't feel like Star Wars. The, the those horse dog whatever the fuck monster things they ride i don't know those were not star wars creatures to me like nothing about that whole sequence was star wars at all Hmm. and i was like please get the hell off this planet and get out of here because i'm i'm just getting tired of this 
Um, fortunately, it's only about 15 minutes of a two and a half hour movie. So, mm. okay. I I thought it was fine. I liked it. Uh, cool. Any other dislikes? Um, I, and also, uh, DJ or did yeah, that's his name, right? DJ. He, did, yeah. he, he uh, wasn't else. called DJ in the movie. He was just DJ yeah, yeah. to Ryan Johnson. So whatever. Okay. Yeah. I just uh, I don't know. So how does this rank in Star Wars, guys? <laughs> Cody. Um, probably third or fourth. Okay. Same. Okay. Still it's deciding. About, it's about second for me, so I'm pretty hyped about it. I'm looking forward to seeing it many more times. So where does this leave us for episode nine? We'll wrap this up pretty quickly. Uh, I like I said, I think um, I think at the final, the end of it, and the the end of the movie sets it up pretty pretty well I think is that you know Rey is gonna pick up where Luke left off and she's gonna teach the next generation of Jedi I think uh I guess Finn and Rose might live happily ever after but I don't know what to expect with Kylo Ren I really like yeah the common sense says redemption story and he's gonna redeem himself and all that but god I really hope that that doesn't happen how do you do that without Leia that's how you. That's how you redeem him. Is he finally comes face to face with his mother, and you just again. That's just. I'm almost dreading episode nine. Like episode this. This movie is going to be was what I was looking forward to because this is the second in the trilogy, which I think are always the best. Um, and it's this director's vision through and through, and it's not the last one where you have to wrap stuff up. It's where you can push a little bit. And episode nine just has the deck stacked against it. Luke's gone, Han's gone, and we don't even have Leia anymore. Uh, for no, not a creative reason, just a shitty life reason. And I don't know, it's it's going to be tough to get excited about that one, or at least for me. Um, and also, the body count is just piling up. Like, who's there? The, the, the... The conflict is just Kylo Ren. Like, you don't even have Phasma, you don't have Snoke, you know, ah, man... It's nuts, but uh, I'm excited about episode nine. I do think I'll make the prediction now that I'm pretty comfortable with is episode nine is going to be a Deathly Hollows part two kind of coming home of we're going to see Qui-Gon. We're going to see Obi-Wan. We're going to see Anakin. Uh, we're going to see Luke. We're going to see Yoda. We're going to see maybe even Mace Windu, like all like, uh, I wouldn't count. I wouldn't, I count, wouldn't on count on that at all. Mace. I wouldn't count on a lot of the um, prequel yeah. characters. Qui-, Qui Gon isn't showing up. I think so. Uh, maybe, maybe Obi Wan. I think maybe I think Anakin, but I. That's about it. That's my prediction. Put it down. Mark it down. December fifteenth, twenty seventeen. Thank you. They, I mean, they did say they're gonna make. They they did say, or JJ and was it Terrio? Yeah. yeah. They said like um they're gonna bring it full circle. It's gonna connect all the trilogies, and you know, I mean, that would be a cool way to do it. So. Um, also, like in an Avatar, of the Last Airbender way. You know, remember Cody when like she meets all the old Avatars and they're kind of like standing around. They're saying, you know, you did such a good job or whatever. That would, that'd be kind of uh-huh. um, And my and speaking of Avatar, my uh, Kylo Ren is Zuko prediction. I'm not confident in that anymore. I thought that would switch would happen here, but then he killed Snoke. So what the fuck? Who knows? Um, God, I can't get over that. That's insane. Uh. Episode nine thoughts, guys. Looking ahead. Bring it on. I have no idea what to expect this movie to be. Yeah. All I know is it's going to have a blue color scheme because the first one had a yellow. 
or at least on the poster. First one's yellow, this one's red, so that one's got to be blue. At least I think. Um, also, another fun development is the lightsaber situation. Ray's got Luke's lightsabers busted. Finally, I hate that thing. Uh, I just don't like blue lightsabers. But I hope they both make new lightsabers out of the halves that they got. No, she got both halves. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. She's holding both of them at the end. That's lame. Yeah, too bad. They yeah, both should have gotten half. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, no, she's gonna build a new lightsaber out of that. Can't. I want to see that finally happen. Now is the time of any other. I time. hope it's. I hope time. it's a double bladed lightsaber. It'd be so lit. Nah, green one. That'd be nice. Um, a green double bladed lightsaber. Yeah. What happened to Luke's lightsaber, by the way, Josh? <laughs> His it. green one. I don't know. I still want to know. I mean, it, there's there was that part at the end where again he has the not. The lightsaber duel with that's not a lightsaber duel. Yeah. Um. That um. You see him take out the blue lightsaber, and I was wondering like, what happened? Why does he have that lightsaber? And then I realized that he's not really there. But, um. Yeah, I don't know why he never. I mean, I guess he could still have it. We just never see him use a lightsaber in modern day. I guess maybe he still has it. We just he just never used it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay, any final thoughts on anything having to do with Star Wars Episode Eight? I've got nothing for you, buddy. Yeah. I think we've I think we've covered a lot of ground. I this yeah. most podcasts I I listened back and I was like, ah, oh, wait, I wish I remembered that or brought that up, but I'm I'm satisfied with this one. I think. Uh, so I'm actually, ready no, for wait, the... There is one more thing. What did we finally get an in canon explanation for the blue milk? Because oh I think God. we fucking did. I think we did. What you know? What I, God is good. one other one We're other here. thing I did want to talk about. Yeah. But uh, uh, was a uh, John Williams score. Just oh, I, I mean I'm, I'm the music guy here, but like really I, I I always love hearing John Williams do a new Star Wars score, and I think this one's even better than Force Awakens, which I also loved. So it's just I love the way he used Kylo Ren's theme more and Ray's theme more. Love Kylo Ren's theme. I, yeah, I do. It's just I love it. It's great. Uh how do you call yourself the music guy when you don't even listen to ABBA? Seriously. Because I don't care about ABBA. ABBA's Sad. amazing. I listen to... Let's give a grade. Cody. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie an 8.5 out of 10. I'm going to go with a 9. Josh? Ask me again in a year. I'm asking you now. Just tell us. A number. <laughs> Come on. I don't, I don't know. I'll um, put you down for a 9. Yeah, sure. I'll just match with you. Nine. Put down for a nine. Sweet. Nine, nine, and eight and a half. Wow, Cody, you hate Star Wars. That's too bad. Could have been better. This is not the last we'll talk about this. We definitely are going to check in next week, whatever we decide to talk about, and then this will probably be on a couple end-of-the-year lists, maybe? No? Okay, cool. So, Cody, right now, maybe. Cody, I just want you to know, you went from this movie's amazing to it could have been better. It could have been better. It yeah, doesn't no, mean it it's a bad movie, but it could have been better. Any movie could have been better. This one especially could have been better. The sunny fight scene was terrible. That could have been better. Uh, all right. Wait, do you do you like this more than do you like this more or less than Rogue One? Because I know I don't know where Rogue One is for you. I don't know. I'm kind of they're, they're kind of matched. Okay. okay. I did like Rogue One, but I also gave it a ten when I first saw it. <laughs> Darth Vader, man. Darth Vader. Um. All right. Uh, that's it for us this week. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, well, episode is only Star about Wars 45 podcast. minutes. Yeah, episode only about 45 minutes shorter than the movie, so 
Good work, everyone. Uh, <laughs> that is it. You can follow us at underscore RealFlix on Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. And Josh, Cody, take it easy. Uh, and may the force be with you. Au revoir. Yoda's cool. <laughs> Jesus.